0: Bill O'Reilly here, Friday, July 9th, 2021. You are listening to the O'Reilly Update. Here's what's happening this week in America. First crime continues to spiral out of control in many cities. More than 500 people were shot during the 4th of July weekend. 500. New York City, 26 people injured from gunfire between Friday and Sunday with two of them resulting in deaths. Other incidents occurred in Chicago, Memphis, L.A., Portland, on and on and on. Violent crime up 30% nationwide. On the West Coast, national retailer Target now closing all of its San Francisco department stores at 6 p.m. because of rampant shoplifting. Executives say six locations cannot remain open in the evening because the stores are visited by criminals who take what they want. Mayor London Breed, unhappy with Target's decision, saying the reduced hours will hurt residents who shop after work. Well, she is the primary reason the revolting anarchy in San Francisco is hurting everybody there. Next, inflation causing prices to rise in all 50 states. Residents around Los Angeles now paying the most for a gallon of gas in nearly a decade. Prices at the pump in LA rose to $4.40 over the July 4th weekend, the highest since 2011. The national average up from $2.10 a gallon last year to 3.35 right now. To cope with high prices, food companies like General Mills, Stop & Shop, Nestlé are reducing portions of what you buy to keep the cost the same. So you get less food for the same money. A box of Cheerios, for example, dropped from 20 ounces to 17. Finally, Donald Trump launching a lawsuit against the CEOs of Facebook, Twitter, and Google. I'm sure you heard about it. The former president will serve as the lead plaintiff in a federal class action suit, and he has said that he's being censored by the companies, which is true. Mr. Trump banned from social networks in January after the Capitol Hill riots as Congress voted to certify the 2020 election. Of course, everybody remembers that. Well, Mr. Trump is suing, and he says, quote, we are demanding an end to the shadow banning, a stop to the silencing, and a stop to the black listing. This will be a landmark legal case. Next listeners, that's you. Sound off. Right back. Everything is expensive these days, you know that or text gold to 65532. Again, that's 877 444 gold or text gold to 65532. Time now for the O'Reilly Update Message of the Day. Listeners sound off. We do this each Friday. You can reach me, Bill at BillO'Reilly.com, Bill at BillO'Reilly.com. Name in town if you wish to opine. Let's begin with Brooks, who's in Manson, Washington. Bill, does President Trump understand that his boisterous actions cause some conservatives to vote for someone else? Yes, he does. I spoke to him about this, Brooks, on Wednesday. And I said, look, if you want to run again, and I believe he does, you have to moderate the conflict. You can't be fighting every day because that wears people out. He actually agreed with me. I thought he wasn't going to now. Can he modify? I don't know. Let's go to Douglas in Pacific Palisades, California. Very nice community there. As a longtime listener, O'Reilly, I thought I would follow your footsteps and go to CNN.com to see what they were writing about President Biden. After scanning more than 50 headlines, I could not find a single mention of the president or the vice president. Not a single one. How is that possible? There is a news blackout. Corporate media does not want to report anything that might reflect poorly on the Biden administration. Now, if big news breaks, they have to. But there's no investigating going on. There's no scrutinizing going on. We're talking NBC News, ABC, CBS, CNN, Washington Post, New York Times. The newspapers will report a little bit more about the TV news agencies are in the tank. Greg, Fort Collins, Colorado. All of my liberal friends have turned off the news. They have no interest in hearing how bad a choice they made with Joe Biden. They used to be glued to the news when Donald Trump was in there. I think there's a little bit more to that. So Donald Trump was not boring. So when you watched, it was, I don't want to use the word exciting, but it was interesting. And when you hate somebody, you want to see what's up with them. Now, Joe Biden, with respect for the office, is dull. He reads stuff off the teleprompter. So it's not about liberals being disenchanted with Mr. Biden. They're sticking by him. It's about the presentation. It's sleepy, say the least. Valerie is in Daly City, California. And Bill, I was born in San Francisco, currently live in a suburb, and it's sad to see the current situation. I know a lot of San Francisco residents, there's a movement among them to recall the district attorney and to recall the Board of Education. That's the only way things in San Francisco are going to get better, Valerie. The folks have to rise up. It is anarchy now, dangerous anarchy there. It's terrible. That is one of the most beautiful cities in the world. Andrew, St. Petersburg, Florida, writes, Bill, I have every one of your interesting killing books. Once I start reading, my wife doesn't even try to talk to me because she knows I cannot put the book down. I love them all. Killing the Mob, Andrew, this coming Sunday, number one, again, nine weeks in the marketplace. I am stunned and grateful. Thank you to everyone who has read and purchased Killing the Mob. I'm Bill O'Reilly. I approve the message by putting it together. Please go to BillOReilly.com, see the Trump interview. And again, Killing the Mob, great read. In a moment, something you might not know. I'm Mike Slater from the podcast Politics by Faith. This is a crazy time in our country. It's stressful, a lot of anxiety, and it's going to get worse. And I realized that one of the things that helps me take away the stress is realizing that there's nothing new under the sun so on this podcast we take the news of the day and we run it through the bible and other periods in history to realize that we've been through this before and we can rise above again politics by faith anywhere you listen to the podcast politics by faith now the o'reilly update brings you something you might not know recent financial study from chase bank shows two out of five americans do not have four hundred dollars in savings. Just a quarter, 25% of American adults have enough money to cover one month's worth of bills. Another 20% don't have anything in the bank at all. According to Forbes magazine, economists predict the average American burns a third of their paycheck on unnecessary spending. Here are some things you can do every day to save some cash. First, Slim down on eating out. The typical American family spends $5,000 a year at restaurants and fast food places. Trip to the grocery store can save you a few hundred dollars each month. Not to mention it's better for your health. Next, you can cut down on your cable bill. Average American hands over 200 bucks a month for TV and Internet. That's 2400 a year. Reducing your service can drop the price to $70 a month. Another tip, start saving your change. Some banks now offer services that will round up credit card purchases and other expenses to the nearest dollar. The difference is automatically sent to your savings account. It may start small, but after a year, you can have a few hundred bucks in the bank. Check that program out. Also use the library. Your local branch has free newspapers, books, movie rentals, classes, more. It may sound old-fashioned, but folks burn $70 a month on streaming, and here's something else you might not know. One of the biggest daily expenses for millennials, younger people, can easily be slashed from the budget. Coffee. Americans between the ages of 18 and 39 spend $1,500 each year on a cup of Joe to go. If you get coffee at your house, you'll save big. The average beverage at Starbucks, $3.50. If you invest the price of a single coffee every day in a savings account after 50 years, you'll have more than $300,000. Back after this. Subscribe to The Truth Podcast today on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. An offer of securities is only made by the NRIA Private Placement Memorandum. Read it first. Past performance does not guarantee future results. NRIA is a real estate development firm. Learn more at nria.net. Thank you for listening to the O'Reilly Update. I am Bill O'Reilly. No spin, just facts, and always looking out for you.